What's going on, everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I want to welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is going to be no different. Stick around, and we're going to get started right now. Well, I'd like to welcome everybody back for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Super excited to be along for the ride. I'm Glenn P. Brooks, Jr., and today is going to be a great, great show. Um, I'm having the opportunity to interview and talk to a brother who I've known for quite some time. We've had a chance to grow in business together, and his story is absolutely amazing. Before we get started, I want to remind you guys that in a blog post uh, on HuffPost.com quite a while ago, a contributing writer, Flynn, Coleman asks this particular question. Why are stories so powerful? Well, the truth of the matter is is that they are more memorable than facts, number one. Uh, Number two, our brains are actually wired to respond to stories. Uh, Metaphors and anecdotes actually help us to relate our ideas to our own experiences, providing richness and texture. Stories actually bring you and your listeners into a multidimensional world full of colors, sights, smells, and emotions making us feel as though we were actually living the story. Today, we're going to talk to a friend of mine. His name is Benny Silas. He is called That Coaching Guy, and uh, he's an amazing, amazing human being. Benny, I really am super excited to have you. Welcome to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast, bro. What an honor, Glenn. Thank you so much for inviting me to your stage, man. I'm, I'm honored, man. I really am. Man, no, the honor, the pleasure is mine. You and I have sat in many business uh, meetings together, uh, going through and being educated on how to do business at the highest levels. And uh, to watch you grow both on and offline has been an incredible, incredible front row seat. Um, you, you, you're doing some amazing things, and uh, I really want to kind of get into who you are, what you do, why you do it, and who you do it for. And basically, in this conversation, Benny, we're going to take people on a journey from how Benny grew up, the things that he's experienced, and then how does that inform your current brand today? Come on, talk to us. Yeah. You know, Glenn, uh, it's, it's interesting because there's always a starting point, right, um, to everybody's story. And my starting point happened, obviously, at a very young age where, you know, as I stepped into understanding who I was going to be, even from my childhood, I knew there was a sense of calling and purpose on my life. Um, I grew up um, in a, I grew up, I won't say I grew up in a Christian home, but I grew up with a, a grandma who was a strong matriarch in our family and in a faith. And so for me, my faith was always a big part of who, what my identity was. And so early on in my journey, I, I just connected with, with this sense of purpose and calling in my life. But I grew up with some, with a few challenges, Glenn. I grew up a, a, a victim of sexual abuse. I grew up as someone who my abuser told me, if you tell your parents, they'll be mad at you. And I remember, Glenn, that that being the first time I felt like if I ever want to be disapproved by people, then don't ever tell them the truth. Just act like everything is okay. And Glenn, I carried that throughout my life. And I always felt like I was disconnected from who I was as a person. And so Glenn, you know, when I look at where I'm at today with coaching and I've been coaching for 12 years, 
professionally. I'm, uh, I'm certified with the International Coaching Federation. I've done all that. I've coached literally about three to 4,000 clients. And it's probably even more because I couldn't even include some of the clients in, in, this, in, in ICF when they said, hey, what are the actual numbers? Um, I've been speaking since the age of 19, right? Got, got, got really involved in ministry very early on. That's what actually brought me to South Florida was I was a full-time youth pastor, a minister, and I was traveling. And they said, hey, we've heard of this guy, Benny. Let's bring him to South Florida. They brought me here. And as soon as I came to Florida, all hell broke loose, bro. <laughs> you talk about going through some of the greatest challenges. I had literally prepared myself to come and do some of the greatest work that I could have ever done. And it was just one challenge after the other, one, one fear, one failure, one frustration, one loss of focus after the other, and just went through a hard season. And all of that was to come back to my childhood, to what that person said to me, that if you ever told your parents, if you ever got honest about what you were struggling with, if you ever, if you ever really, really told the truth about where you were at in life, people would not approve you. And so Glenn, I grew up with all of these challenges with, with a lot of potential to become something great. And then when it was time for me to become that Glenn, um, my life fell out from underneath me. Man. I came, I, you know, man, I'm telling you, bro, it, yeah. it was challenging. I, I, I remember one night and, and this is about to get personal. Is that okay? Is that okay, Glenn? Absolutely. Get, no, okay. Absolutely. Okay. That's the reason we, yeah. we come to this space, bro. Like, like it's very easy to talk about what it looks like on Instagram and what it looks like, um, you know, the numbers and breaking six figures, man, I, before I could break six figures, God had to break me that like he had to break me. And I found myself in 2010, um, facing, I literally God woke me up out of the middle of the night and said, if you don't tell your wife that you're struggling with a sex addiction, you're going to lose her. I said, what? He's like, yeah, you're going to lose her. Now, I know for many of you, you've known me as that coaching guy and the guy who comes and speaks and he gives a word, but that word had to come with at a price. That experience had to come at a price. And I remember just now dealing with all of everything that just came to this breaking point in my life, that if I did not get honest about the help that I needed, like God was saving me from myself, Glenn. He woke me up and I remember that night just sitting in my living room crying like, I'm going to lose my wife. I'm going to lose it all. Just struggling, dealing with the shame of, of, of and, and, and I, I talk about this. Actually, one of my friends just messaged me. She said, hey, I found your video on YouTube. It's called Shame on Me. I actually did a talk called Shame on Me. I said, you know what? I'm not going to wait for anybody to expose me. I'm going to talk about it myself. I'm going to talk about the shame that held me back. And it's very hard for people to do that. It's very hard for people to confront the disappointment. But I knew there was this calling on my life, Glenn. And I wasn't going to give a foothold to anybody else to tell my story but me. It was my time to tell my story. And I had to reclaim my power back from that. And so I go through this, this, this journey, Glenn. Um, and while I'm doing this, I'm feeling God calling me to do entrepreneurship. And I don't believe in myself because I feel like a failure. I feel like I've, I've disappointed. I feel like I've, I've blown my, my ministry opportunities. And, and I sat myself down from ministry for many years. I just needed to work on Benny. And it felt like many years, but it was more like three or four years. I didn't do any speaking. I didn't do any ministering. I didn't do nothing. I didn't wait for the pastor to be like, brother, you need to sit down. I said, you know what? I'm going to sit myself down. Don't worry about it. 
I know where I'm at and I know that I'm not ready to do work the way, the way I needed to. And so I've been on this recovery journey, Glenn. I know you didn't know this, <laughs> but I've been on this recovery journey of God restoring my life, restoring my marriage in the middle of while my wife and I were separated, God spoke to my wife and said, I'm going to rebuild your marriage. And she said, uh, she said, God, if you rebuild my marriage, we'll, we'll call our son Nehemiah. Because like you rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem, you'll rebuild our marriage. Today, my son is Nehemiah. He's eight years old. He's a testament of what God has done in our marriage and in my life. And I look, so when I look at everything that I do as from a coach, from a speaker, it is from a, it's from a place of, of really experience. Like, like, I'd love to tell you that I just came up with this idea. This is who I'm going to be, but this is who I was always meant to be. And I went through this journey of understanding who Benny Salas was, who that coaching guy was actually going to become, why I'm able to help and work with people. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm credentialed and certified and verified and qualified and quantified and fortified and all kinds of fied, okay? I get that. But really, I was called. That was really the, the, the point, Glenn. And I had to go through this journey, like you said, take, like you said, take people on a journey. I'm taking you on a journey this morning that you probably were not expecting. <laughs> um, but it was part of my story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Part of my story, bro. Benny, one of the things that I want to do, yeah, you absolutely are taking me on a journey that I wasn't expecting. But you know what? To some degree, I, I knew that when I invited you to come talk and share, I could count on one thing, and that's for you to be vulnerable. I think one of the most difficult things for entrepreneurs and business owners and even ministry leaders, and it's it's even worse for ministry leaders, I think, that because of the whole morality piece of it, this idea of being vulnerable, stepping into a place of super uh, transparency is difficult. When you start talking about uh, shame on me and, and being broken, I often just think to myself, you know, if we're going to be distributed to the world, to the globe, if we're going to make a real impact, we have to be broken. Can you talk to us a little bit about the, the process that God took you through during the breaking and how that has now informed how you show up on brand. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that the transparency piece is always important. I think always, you know, when people, when I've heard people say, become your authentic self, I was like, I don't know if y'all want that. <laughs> I don't know if y'all are ready for that, for me to, for me to keep it a thousand. And I think one thing that I've always been, um, I've always built myself on is I'm going to be who Benny's who Benny is like, like, like I remember one time just feeling like, okay, Benny, stop watching people. So people can start watching you. Like really like, like you, and I was watching because what I was doing is I was looking for that affirmation. I was looking for people, pastors, leaders, um, high net worth individuals to, to affirm what God already confirmed in my life. The problem wasn't that God didn't already tell me. The problem was, was I going to believe what God told me? Because I was going back to what he already told me. I was, I was going back to the place in which I knew was my assignment. And so, Glenn, I had to, I, that shows up now in, in when I coach people. Like, like, I know now that I can't work with certain people who are holding back. I can't. I, I, I don't do well. I don't show up in my superpower. 
because I keep it too, too honest and too real. I got I have to be able to go there. And here's the thing, because I know what it is to go and run and hide from my, my true self. I know when somebody else is doing it. And so it shows up in my program. Speak more when, you know, it shows up in my, in my coaching that I, I have a, I have a group called build and grow. Right. And I work, I work with these folks who are coaches and, and I'm like, okay, but how do we get you connected to you? How do we get you, how do we, how do we get you to not have to want to please everybody and understand the assignment that has been on your life? Like it's much bigger than just entrepreneurship. It's much bigger than breaking six figures. It's much bigger than that, man. It is so much about what is inside of you. And so many of us run away from that and we doubt it. We talk ourselves out of the thing that God has been speaking to us about. And we talk ourselves right out of it. And so when I'm working with clients and I'm assessing them and I'm, and I'm hearing their challenges and I'm saying, okay, here's, as the coach, I'm like, all right, here's the playbook. Here's what I'm hearing you say. I'm going to build the playbook based on what your calling is, on what you've been designed to do, on your passion, your purpose, and your potential. And when I bring those together, man, it changes everything, Glenn. But I only know how to do that because of what I've worked through on my own. Like the training and the education has helped me as a professional, but it's been the experience journeying with people and, and looking and connecting the dots in my own life that equips me to actually be on the journey with people. I love it. That, that's what it does, bro. I love it. For those of you guys who may be just tuning into the podcast, we're talking with my friend, Benny Salas. He's a coach. He's an executive level coach. He, he coaches speakers and so many different people who really are struggling to get in touch with their story uh, so that they can leverage it, quite frankly, and grow. And I said that word on purpose, grow to the next level. Uh, I, I'm excited about this conversation, Benny, because it's very much a journey. You've been talking a lot about the brokenness and 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 really coming to terms and being really self-aware with of who you really were, how you had to uh, sort of um, deal with that in order to be able to show up as your authentic self. There is so much fear wrapped around failure that I think it cripples us into embracing failing. I think one of the things that I'm taking away from this conversation is somehow along the way you've embraced failure. I can just feel that. I can hear that. <laughs> like, it's almost like you... We're homies, man. What do you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, can you give people a little bit of insight into your mindset around this idea of actually embracing failure? Yeah, yeah. First of all, I got to say good morning to my to my guy, Jesse. So good to see him. I haven't seen this, my brother, in a while. Um, again, Coach K brought some amazing folks, and he's definitely somebody who... Uh, so much love for you, Jesse. Appreciate you, man. You know, um, fail. So here's an acronym for the word fail. It's for all I've learned. For all I've learned fail. There are lessons that only come through failure. There, listen, the reason why some of y'all are great at what you were, are, are what you're doing now is because you weren't great at it at one point. <laughs> like all you need to do is just realize your, listen, all you need to do is to realize where your potential could take you. That's it. Because if you understand where it could take you, then it's not about failing. It's about learning. It's about the lesson. What thing has it not been created that didn't for you're telling me the moment somebody created a product, boom, it was it. No, you're telling me the moment somebody put a system together, it worked. Nope. They just didn't quit. 
And so because you don't quit, it's not, you don't, you don't end with failure. What you end with is a lesson. And so it's really for all I've learned. Like, like what makes me a great coach is that I've lost more than I've won. I, I, I failed more than I've succeeded. What makes me a great coach is what allows me to go through and look at my own stuff, right? And suspend judgment in other people. Some people are coaching other people because they're trying to sound good instead of actually being helpful. And, and Glenn, so for me, I look at failure and I've learned to embrace it. I've, I don't run away from it. I'll throw stuff out there. I'll fall flat on my face. And I'll, and I'll tell you something. My Speak More program, the first time I launched it, it failed. It failed. And I was so frustrated. I didn't pick it back up. And I remember somebody saying to me, Benny, that's bro. You need to do that. And I'm going to tell you something. Every time that I say yes to my speak more program, God doubles my business. I don't know. I don't Glenn. I don't know why I don't. So he's already showing me. I've given you this. We're in a book called when confidence speaks. And it's all about being at a place. And I, here's the thing. I found the scripture, bro. I found the scripture in Habakkuk 2 that actually confirmed the book that God has given me to write. Like this is, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like all these things begin to align themselves, but I've learned to look at my failures and I don't let them stop me. I use my stumbling blocks as stepping stones to get me to the destination of where God has me. That's what I do with failure. Let me say this. We got to stop right there, boy. Let me, first of all, I could talk to you for the next three hours, number one. Number two, um, you got to slow down and say that last part again. You use your failure for what, Benny? I use my failures. I use those stumbling blocks as stepping stones, man. I build on them. Let me say this so that y'all are super clear. One of the things I recognize about everyone that I've ever studied, people that I've had the chance to work with who are uber successful at what they do, they have absolutely failed more than they've succeeded. When you think about that, I want you to think about a batting average for a baseball player. His, his batting average or, is based on, in, in the major leagues or, or anywhere in baseball, is on 1,000. And so when, when, you know, a great batting average is, is point Z, point three, three, three. Point point four hundred. Like if you know somebody with a batting average of five hundred, that, that means that they're hitting every other ball. They're they're most often losing more than they're winning, and that's winning because it's the it's about the at bats. It's about how often will you get up? And so when you talk about that whole stepping stone analogy, it's how often will you choose to use your stepping stone as an opportunity for you to level up. Uh, we've been talking with my great friend, Benny Silas, and uh, I'm super excited for all of what you do. Benny, if you can bring people to the future and let them know where are we today uh, in business, what do you do and how do you help people and how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, no, Glenn, thank you so much. Um, so one, you can obviously reach me at thatcoachingguy.com. Also, all things that coaching guy, LinkedIn, it's Benny Salas. Um, Facebook, I'm still trying to figure out how God wants to use me there. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure that out. But nonetheless, um, what we're working on is we're launching our Speak More course. I've taken 26 years as a public speaker, and I've put it in a course called Speak More, where I go through, number one, it's three things. Hey, Glenn, you've never heard this before, but I think you you probably understand this. Um, but you've heard the skill set mindset. Speak More is three things, skill set, mindset, and tool set. 
skill set, mindset, tool set. I've brought those three elements together to help people speak more with confidence, reach their audience, and grow their influence. And it's, it's important in today's market, if you're not able to grow your influence, influence is not a, is not a bad word. Okay, I know, I know sometimes we kind of see what social media does with the word influencer, and it kind of taints it a little bit, but Jesus was very influential. He knew exactly, he knew the spaces, places, and faces he needed to show up at. He created massive visibility. He was a master coach. Jesus, you see Jesus on the road and he'd pop up a, a, a powerful question like, what did he just say? Did he just coach me? And he did. He did. Absolutely. He did. Right. And so, Glenn, we have a program called Speak More. Um, I actually have it's interesting. This week we closed three folks because I partnered with a marketing specialist in Las Vegas to help to help five people jump on stage with me and also co-write in an anthology book. And so we have a special offer. If that sounds like something you want to know more about, go ahead and reach out to me. Um, we do that. We also have a coaching certification program that we are launching in July where we are certifying our program with the International Coaching Federation. So we're trained coaches to become certified. And there, there are people who come to me, Glenn, and say, hey, you know what, uh, Benny, I'm not, I don't want to get certified. I want to build a coaching business. Well, we have a group that also helps you. Um, that's called build and grow. It's called get the bag, right? Build and grow bag. Um, and so we help people get the bag. We help them understand what's in their bag, how to get the bag and how to secure it. Right. And, and so it's a 12 week process that we help people go through. And then, you know, Glenn, what has been interesting, like I said, there's the B2B, uh, B2C and B2B, uh, B2B arm, um, man, you know, God has just been positioning me in certain spaces, um, with certain influencers in the DEI space, and they've not heard from a Hispanic male, you know, and this is something where I, where I feel like this has opened some opportunities there. So we do do corporate trainings. We do we do workshops. We do executive coaching. Um, and I have a team of folks that partner with me to, to serve clients. And so, um, man, I just feel like God said, you know, Benny, go all in, go all in. Don't don't overthink it, because when you overthink, you undervalue. Don't overthink it. Just do it. And I'm going to provide and I'm going to resource you. Um, in many ways. And so Glenn, that's how I show up in the space. It's not as polished, but you know what, man, I, this is, this is what my assignment is, Glenn. When you overthink, you undervalue. Mm. Mm -mm. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Benny Salas, thank you so much, bro, for pulling up. We all need some help Wednesday, the podcast. If you guys have really been blessed and touched by Benny's story. Maybe this resonates with you on some level. I want you to reach out to him, connect with him, because at the end of the day, here's what I can absolutely promise you. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself, y'all. We all need some help. Benny, thanks so much, man. Can't wait to have you come back. Thank you, brother. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.